This is another episode of Flavor in Your Ear Podcast. A podcast about damn near any and every topic with no filter and zero regard for the easily offended. Everything you say upsets somebody. Please welcome the man behind the madness. The most important person with all due respect. Let's go! Your host and audio flavor maestro. My man. Marquise Edwards. Welcome, welcome, everybody. We are back with another episode of Forbidden Flavors. And we'll start off this episode, as we always do, with our cross-referencing and questions. So we'll get right into it without no formality. So I'm going to ask Sona a question. She's going to ask me a question, and we're going to ask on-the-spot questions so we get to know each other before we get to our main topic and spill our tea and talk our shit and all that stuff that we do. So get right to it. So say what's up to everybody. Let them know you're here. Hello. <laughs> she she be letting me do all the talking. I'm I'm not the talker. <laughs> she she really the talker. She be like me seem like I'm the talker, but okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say something to break the ice anyway. But all right. So my question for you, Zone, is what do you value most in a friendship? Damn, you stole my question. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> That is that is a hard question. I don't even mm-hmm. know what I value in a friendship anymore. Mm. So now you gotta think about it. I, this is an on the spot question, so she ain't got no. She ain't gonna ask that question. No, I did not. That is an <laughs> honest question. What you value as a teenager and a young adult, you no longer mm. value now. So now that I'm an adult and I'm in my forties, I have to think about what do I actually value. Because now you know what a friend's supposed to be, so you kind of like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. So I, I I feel the same way. I'm, I'm gonna think about it while you while you answering what I what I would value most in a friendship as well. No, I say it because it's hard to say I value loyalty because your definition of loyalty is not the same as mine. So I can't say loyalty because we don't see this, the definition of loyalty the same. Your definition of honesty may be different than my definition of honesty. So that is a hard question to answer. I have no answer. No, no, no. You cannot say there's no <laughs> I answer. seriously don't. Because so I don't say, know. So you gotta say okay, tell say some things that you that you think you value in a friend. So if you if today I'm gonna rephrase the question. This is we can we can do this too. I'm gonna rephrase the question. So if today you consider somebody a solid friend, what's three things that they'd have to be for you to consider them a solid friend? At this yeah. age, right now, today, you tell me if you, if you said this is my friend. She got to be or he got to be X, Y, and Z. What would those three things be if you can only choose those three things? Again, that is a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I can't even honestly say I know what it is. Ooh, all y'all, if she got friends out there, I know y'all like, girl, you better say something about me. <laughs> she, she, I this do. Y'all right now. <laughs> no, I'm not because I, I, I just want them, my greatest quality in a friend would be just acceptance. Honestly, accept me for everything that I am, whether it's attitude today, whether mm-hmm. it's ghetto tomorrow, whether it's crying the next day. I just want a friend to value me as I am. What all things about me know, I want you to be quiet or, you know, I want you to act more mature. I just want you to accept me as I am the same way I accept you. That's the best thing I can value in my friendship. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm giving you all the heat and the pressure like I like I got like a, <laughs> a surefire answer myself and I really don't uh, because just like you said like 
you kind of think you know what friendship is when you're younger, but then when you actually go through shit in life and you uh, you see how people change and thought that mm-hmm. certain things, it's, it's certain things you see like, okay, I don't need this type of friend. I don't need this type of friend. I need these type of things in friendship. So I guess to be honest with you, I I agree with what you said. Somebody who accepts you for who you are, because a lot of people try to change people. I, I agree with that one. Uh, secondly, just I'm big on genuineness and, and being genuine. Uh, I I hate people that uh, switch up based on who they're around. So yep. if, I, if, I, if if I'm it's, it's, this list probably gonna be like a shitload laundry list if I did it, but I'm gonna try to scale it down to three. Uh, I hate people to switch up when. You know, the others are around. I don't feel like it's a solid friend. Uh, you know, if they, based on who the company is, they act differently. You know, that's not a real friend to me. You know, real friend, like they like they accept who you are. They're not going to f- switch up with you or do something to make you feel uncomfortable or something like that around somebody else because that's not what friends do. And I don't, I don't like friends that, I don't like people in general to talk behind people's backs. I hate that. So, like, I don't really... I like honesty. I like honesty in everything. You know, I like honesty not just in friendship, relationships, everything. I like honesty even if it's like, you know, not the best news. I like somebody to be honest with me because I hate friends, a lot of other friends, and like hype somebody up to do something or feel a certain type of way. And you're supposed to be a friend. Or your friend's supposed to be the one to have an uncomfortable conversation with. You know, they can tell you like, oh, you fucking up or, you know, or, you know, you make a mistake and not feed you on to do something more stupid. You know, that's not what real friendship is in my opinion. So... It's a lot of things I could say that I value, but like I guess that's like the few things I would just, if I had to pinpoint, if you was in an interview to be my friend, I'd say, all right, uh, you don't switch up, you respect me for who I am, and you're honest. You know, you got to be honest because if that's, if you ain't got those three things, then I can't really, you ain't really no friend. You know what I'm saying? You can't, I can't, personally, I can't mess with you that deep. And it's so crazy, I don't even seek like real friends. Like, because, you know, some people just associate, some people just know. Even though you call them all friends, but like if I had a legitimate friend, you'd have to have those. You'd have to have those qualities. So. Exactly. But see, I go back. Everybody's definition of being honest isn't the same. You. Everybody says I want honesty, but when somebody gives you complete honesty, you get offended. You feel like it ain't this way, that way. Now, when people say like for me, like I said, acceptance. Acceptance means that when you're not around me, when people are saying things about me, I want to hear you say, no, that's my homie. I can't let you go like that. Like if anybody is my friend and I say they're my friends, even if I'm talking about you and it's not in a negative way, as soon as somebody like I, we all have to have somebody to vent to. So if you're, if I'm talking about something we went through, I'm not going to let you go and say, Hey, yeah, that so-and-so is something to hold, hold. Just because I said something doesn't mean that you can say something negative. I'm just venting. But for you to go back and talk all this negativity about it, I want to know when when I'm when they're talking about me, are you saying, hey, look, that's my homie. I can't let you talk about it like that. They did this and that and that, but that's just them. But when you're, like you said earlier, when somebody's around and they switch up on you, don't switch when they switch. So when they're talking about, yeah, I know, son, he did such and such. No, I don't do that because that's not something I, I really do. Now, if I do it, it, I might, like I tell people, I might be mad at you. What I said when I'm mad isn't always going to be what I feel. It's just what I feel at that moment. That doesn't mean that I really like, I'm going to be like, oh, I can't stand that motherfucker. That's just at that moment because he pissed me off. But that doesn't mean I hate them. That's just that moment. But then it's that person that goes like, oh, that motherfucker. No, no, no. I'm not going to let you badmouth that person because 
just because you're mad at that moment, that means that you have to say, hey, look, my bad, shawty. I was mad. I didn't mean mean it like that. I was just pissed off. But don't say it and keep going because some people will hold anger in for 10 years because they're mad. Say it right then and there and say, all right, look, I said it. I'm over it. Now let's get on with our day. But don't be mad at me and then when everybody else talking about me, you talk about me too. When they don't want to be my friend, don't not be my friend too because you're mad. That's just not how I am. Because I I be mad today and I forget about it about twenty minutes into into something else. I'd have forgot about it because I'd have thought about a good memory of us. I'd have forgot everything I was mad about. That's just me. But if you're still holding a grudge, yeah. then obviously we weren't friends for the get go. Yeah, we a little uh-huh. different because I know I know just in general women hold grudges for a much longer time than men do. That's just you not can me. say you can shake your head. Uh, not you, but you just uh, you. I guess you're just uh, like a, a substitute to the rule. But you know, like <laughs> that's that's known in general that you know they people hold on to grudges for a much longer time. Uh, just and his, historically, uh, you know, this is it's just a, it's a thing. It's like it's proven. So uh, that's good. That's a good trait that you know you don't hold on to shit. You let shit go. But everybody ain't that way. So. Grudges hold cancer. I'm not trying to die of cancer. Uh, exactly, exactly. So, what's your question for me? Ah, let me hold on. Let me. I had to I close my phone off. Hold on. Mm-hmm. And I just had it. Uh, oh shoot. Uh, da, 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 da. Y'all know I can't sing. <laughs> okay, I okay. If you were able to live the age to the age of ninety and retain either the mind of a thirty year old for sixty years or Oh no, I did that one already. Let me take that back. I think we did that one already. No, we didn't do that one. I didn't do. I didn't answer that question. Who did I ask? See, I told you my memory be like that. <laughs> no, you didn't ask me that one. Okay, so if you were able to live the, to the age of ninety and retain either the mind or the body of a thirty-year-old for the last sixty years of your life, which one would you want? She said, mind or body? Yeah. I would say mind. Because when you get older, you can still stay like you're not gonna be like a 30 year old shape, but you can still stay like with all of the advancements and like technology and fitness and stuff, you can stay in shape, a decent shape, you know. But your mind kind of like diminishes over time. So if you keep your mind at 30 years old for 60 years, double the time, I'll take that because your mind gonna allow you, you know, to do different things. You still, you know, like. I don't know. I'll take the mind because like that, I don't know, because I feel like you start to slide if, you, if your mind, like, I won't be forgetting as much or, well, you know, things like that that happen with, with older age or illness, something like that. The body thing, like, I know people that's, like, older that, you know, still maintain their strength, you know. I mean, you ain't gonna have, like, a 30-year-old strength, but they still maintain their strength and they still maintain their physique and stuff like that. And because it's different supplements and stuff, you can say so much different things you can take now to help your body to maintain at a higher level. You know what I'm saying? So I would take the mind. That's just me. I don't have to have no bear, no children. I don't have to, you know, do a lot of different things and my body gonna change. So I would take the I would take the mind aspect of it. So that's my answer. What's your answer? So you just said it. I bear children, you don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have with the mind. Let my mind get old. Give my 30-year-old body for the next 60 years. <laughs> when y'all be like, that's a thick grandma. Grandma looking good for a 30 for that little 30-year-old body. I don't want no uh I don't want no mind because my mind is always gonna be what it is. It ain't mm-hmm. been shop since the day I was born. So I'm <laughs> gonna take the body. 
I prefer mm-hmm. to have the body where I can walk out, compete with the 30 year old, that 60 year old grandma with that goddamn 30 year old body. Now, that's what goes down in history. Ain't nobody going to check out grandma's mind. Everybody going to check out grandma's body. See, okay. it's different from men versus women. Men well, want true. the mentality of a myth of a sharp mind, women want the body. Cause ain't nobody, ain't nobody going. Oh, that is a smart ass old woman. They go, grandma still thicker than a bowl of grits. See, it is a big difference when you think about man versus woman. That's just me. <laughs> See, that's that's the difference between men and women, though. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I do agree, and I get that. I, I do agree, and I get that. So, like, it's just two different focuses for, for mm-hmm. two, different, two different things. So, I could, if I was a woman, I probably would say the same thing, right? Like, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's. That's facts. Like I, and the biggest thing is I said, I don't bear children. So mm-hmm. my, my body doesn't like change. You know, I can stop drinking, drinking, you know, I can do things to get myself right. But once you have children, like that's, that's a big change to your body that, um, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not always easy to recover from. So I get, I get joined. So I agree with them. <laughs> so my last question for you before you get my last question is. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? And why? We did this one. And I told you, I always rehearse because I know me. <laughs> I know my mind. If I don't rehearse it somewhat, when I get on the phone, I'll be totally different. Like, see how we talk? I'll say, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say that. And as soon as I get on the phone, I forget most of what I said. So at least I have, I get it down in the very beginning. I get the very <laughs> first two sentences out at least that I rehearse. Everything else I got to play by ear. All right, so and since you, you asked that one, let me, let me let me switch up then. Like I I rehearse all the time. <laughs> I, I, after I took public speaking, uh, a public speaking college class, I rehearse all the time. I don't even give a shit no more. Like I'm like, hey, look, <laughs> I'm a rehearsist, and I since I've been rehearsing, I perform a lot better when, at public speaking and stuff like that. So I do the same thing. Whenever I get in an argument or something like that, so I won't go off the scale. You know what I'm saying? If I get a little bit of time to think before I can say something, I'd, I'd rather do that because, you know, when you're in your feelings, when you upset something like that, you just be woofing and going and yep. going and going and going. So I try to like, all right, let me not say nothing right now. That's, that's always my motto anyway. Let me not say nothing right now so I won't say nothing out of emotion or anger. And let me try to like see what the hell I need to say that's important. You know what I'm saying? Something like, let me say, let me talk about this, this, and this. If I had a pen and paper, I'd probably write that shit down for, before argument. Like, all right, let me think about argument points right here so I won't drift off. But I do uh, mentally rehearse. I don't like rehearsing the mirror or nothing like that. I mentally rehearse before I uh, I say a lot of getting the phone or something, you know, because people react react too quick you know, nowadays, and then you regret saying what you say. Once you say once you say certain things, it's out there, you know, it's, it's stuck out there. So yep. as I got older, I realized that I can't just be saying whatever come to my mind first and stuff like that. Just the fact that you can't take it back, whether you meant it or not, you can't take it back, and people hold on to that. So. But yep. since since you asked that question, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give you another one just because somebody probably gonna look back to the episode and say we said the exact same thing that we said before <laughs> because I don't think either one of our answers changed uh, regard regarding that question. So I'm asking you one more. Uh, all right, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Mm. Wake up tomorrow gaining what? What would you want? Fresh off the wake up. I need an example before I even answer. So, when I say quality or ability, so I would say ability is like strength or like strength or like uh, uh, some.
some type of depth, like intellect or something like that. Like you super, super, super smart, like some type of you can see through, like you know, some Superman type shit, you know, where your Batman type shit, where you can see through, have some abilities, you you know, you can climb or fly or something like that, or you know, or you can take and be more literal, you know, and say like, oh, I can wake up tomorrow and and be like this mastermind millionaire, how to get money or something. I don't know what 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 what's your focus in life that you think tomorrow if you woke up with this. But able to do this, it should get where you need to be. Look, I could use each one of those examples. I would never want to wake up like Superman because Superman got the greatest abilities in the world and can't use nothing. You oh, looking man. through doors and you seeing things that you don't <laughs> want to see. Like literally, think about it. You can see through a wall and you seeing a child being attacked or abused. You can't save all of them. So that right. is an ability that I wouldn't want to have. I don't want to fly because even if I'm flying, first of all, I get cold real quick. It's too high in the sky. That ain't happening. <laughs> like you got look at look at look at the millionaires. You look at Bruce Wayne. All that money, and he's still unhappy because happiness comes from within, and he's unhappy with all the things he's around, even with all the superheroes. So I could use superheroes, but for me, the only ability I want to wake up happy is to be a man. Ugh. That's the man. only. That's the only thing. <laughs> Why? Why? Men have the ability. Y'all make kids. Y'all don't have kids. So y'all had the ability to keep going, moving, and walking. Women have it a little bit harder. My only ability is to be able to be like a chameleon and shape change. Let me shape change into a man. That's the only thing I need to do. Because I really just want to be able to wake up and I can be a construction worker. I can literally, like, it's just all the stuff that I know women can do it, but the strength is still not the same for me. Y'all right, have okay. so much more strength than us. And I don't mean just the physical strength. I mean emotional. Y'all have so many different strengths that y'all don't get credit for. I mean, okay. like, literally. Y'all y'all kind of carry the world on y'all's shoulder more than y'all realize. Let me wake up. I don't even want to be white. Let me wake up as a black man. Because the first thing I'm going to do is look down my pants. I just need to know that everything God gave me looks just damn near perfect. That's it. Okay, okay. And you? I, I don't know. So now you got me thinking now that you made the answer. Now I got to be a little philosophical with my answer. Because uh, I was about to say some straight superheroes, so I'm a little kid at heart. So I'm like, shoot, if I can wake up tomorrow and fly, I'll be, this car situation won't even be nothing. You know, I'll be out of here. If my car broke down, I could just hop up, hop up fly to work, fly back. And uh, I like flying anyway. I'll fly over to the States. I'll fly to a vacation. I'll fly anywhere. But I guess I'm not going to say that. Cause you can't. <laughs> nah, cause like now you got all feel philosophical. So now let me think of an actual ability that I probably would like to. Well, to, to be honest with you, I don't know. Like that's why I say I'm just different. Like I would want to be like like a, like just like a genius where I can, where I can <clears throat> know have a way and figure out how to do things quickly. Like start a business quickly, uh, uh, generate income quickly. Because if I do all that. If I have all that, like I, I know I'm not I'm not super money driven, but I just feel like I can make impact for years down the road. You know what I'm saying? Like I can make if I knew how to if I had like all the skills of like a lawyer or a doctor or something like that in short in a short amount of time with my intellect, I could save ten years of going to school or twelve years of going to law school and still be able to do these things and still be able to, you know, put myself in position to, to you know to do a lot more things. So and that would build a bridge for me to be able to do other things I want to do. So that that geniusness is something I always wanted, and I, and I feel like if I if I'm a genius like that, that I'll figure out a way to damn fly, you know, or, <laughs> some, or you know, what I'm saying or something or something like that. I figure that I figure those things out, how to do certain things. I figure out how to 
do a lot of things because I feel like those people that have that innate ability to be able to learn stuff really, really fast, it's very, very rare. You know, it's very, very rare. So if I had a way to make up for time, like I can just learn something like within 24 hours, like years and years of information, I'll take that any day because I feel like I'll be so far ahead of people. And then just me being myself, I'll find a way to flip that, you know, to make it something different too. So I thought about that, but I also mm-hmm. realized those are some of the most unhappiest people in the world because there's no one else on their level. And with no one being on your level, you tend to live a lonely life. And even if they don't, the government's going to get you and they're going to use you. I thought about all of that because I even said, dang, if I had the ability to touch a page and take everything off of it, the government is not dumb enough not to notice how smart you are because somebody's going to notice. One of them, all them genius kids that you see are some of the most unhappiest kids because there's no one ever on their level enough to make them happy. They'll never marry a woman that's on that same IQ level. Like, let me take that back because some of the smartest serial killers are geniuses. Mm-hmm. But in their mind, they're always going to tell you most times there's never one one on their level. They kill because of the thrill, because there's never no one that's usually smart enough to catch them. They get caught by chance, by mm-hmm. pure accident most times, because people are never on that same level with them to catch them or understand them or even relate to what they're saying. So that's how they're able to get away with stuff. And I thought about saying, I wish I would be smart. But once you start seeing that and seeing the smartness, I mean, I grew up with some kids that were really smart. And I always seen it when they try to talk to people within a certain range. Nobody ever understood them. That's why most of them die early. Most of them turn to drugs, alcohol, blah, blah, blah. Even doctors and lawyers. Because it's usually hard to find somebody on that same mental level with you. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want it from a social level. I don't want to be a social smarty. I just want to be like a, you know, like, I would like to be my same social self, but just the. You can't be that. I know, because then when you're smart, you did, like you don't get to choose where you're smart. That's why I hate that. But I see where you come. I see where you're coming from with that, but. That's just me wanting what I want. I don't know. I know it's I not know. perfect. I know it's not perfect. <laughs> I thought about the same thing you thought about, but I used to watch Doogie Howser. Doogie Howser, <laughs> child, doc, that was a t- t- MD or something like that. Yeah, right. He was right, a I smart remember. little kid. And remember, mm-hmm. all his everybody in his class range, when he was a doctor, he couldn't relate because he couldn't do the stuff they do, and they couldn't understand him being smart as he was. They looked down on him, but they didn't relate to him. And I said, damn, that's a bad way to go. That is not what I want to be. He had one friend that was stupid, but that's the only right. person that accepted him. And I right. thought about that. I always thought about that. If I could be smarter than what I was like, nah, let me stay stupid. I'm good. <laughs> stay stupid. I'm fine with I'm where I'm at. I'm good. Right, right. So I guess now it's your turn for my last question. Yeah, I think it. I hate when I close my let me. I found it. I did have it. Hold on. Okay. Oh, hold on. I've just seen it. I hate when that happens. Oh, I remember what it was. Do you have a sick se- do you have a secret hunch or think you know about how you would die? Oh man, that's how I wanna put that juju out there, Lord. Don't put that on me. So do I have a <laughs> secret hunch of how I think I would die? Ah. Uh crazy thing is I'm trying not to think about death like at all. So like this is a really <laughs> early uh out there question. So um if in the event that I did think about death, I'd hope that it would they know that it would be you know, long, long, long down the road. Um, I took care of myself enough to uh, die of natural causes. I don't see my I see myself being way too cautious to die on some fluke shit. Just to be honest with you, uh, and I'm way too aware. I, 
and I know shit can happen to anybody. I'm not like like I'm just holy than thou or nothing like that. But my hunch, I'm gonna put my hunch out there, even if it wasn't my hunch, is that I'm gonna die of natural causes at an older age. Uh, I know, I know, I know, high high double digits or triple digits if that's the case. Uh, because I'm not gonna put that on the atmosphere. Any other hunch out there about how <laughs> I don't want no accident, I don't want no goddamn accidents. I don't want no bad health or nothing like that. I'm just gonna say, look, I lived a long life and I just. You know, I, I couldn't bear any more of the, the, you know, my body couldn't bear any more. I had so much wear and tear and miles on me. So that's my hunch of how, how I'm going out. I'm not going out no other way. Uh, I'm not going out no other way by no other human being other than my own power. That's why I, what I feel like I'm going out on. So, uh, what, what about you? Me, honestly, and it's that one biggest fear you always have. Mine mm-hmm. is my fear. I always is fear I'm fear? going to... No, my fear is it's not the death itself. It's how I die. I've always had the biggest fear of Nightmare on Elm Street. My biggest fear is getting... You don't like, you no. like Nightmare on Elm Street? No. Because your biggest fear is when you die, nobody knows you're dying, the painful death that you're dying. Because mm. Nightmare on Elm Street, when you're sleeping, people look like this sleep is so peaceful. No one can save you in a dream because you're asleep. So my biggest fear is dying of the Freddy Krueger syndrome. I always thought that's going to be my hunch. My hunch is I'm going to die of Freddy Krueger syndrome because it's my biggest fear is to die in my sleep. Not that, that, not the fact that I'm dying in my sleep, but I'm dying with my biggest fear. I'm dying for one in my sleep. For two, I'm drowning while I'm dying. I don't like ice water. So I figure Freddy's going to catch me. He's going to catch me and take me to the ocean somewhere where it's like the Arctic and it's completely cold. So I'm uh, going to die by ice in the cold in wherever it is. That's my only fear of dying. That's how I always believe I was going to die. Always. Uh, Either that or by a shock in my sleep because I was always afraid of Jaws. So it's always going to be by water and it's going to be in my sleep. So, you, But you, to die by water, you got to live by water though. So Jaws Not in your sleep. Up. Okay, yeah, I guess you'll sleep. Anything can affect you. Yeah, that. Yeah, your yeah, biggest fear. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I get. I get. I get it. I get it. I was. That was me tripping right there. Yeah, only yeah. fear. I don't care about no way of dying. I ain't worried about being shot. I ain't worried about being hit by a car. None of that. Because right. y'all all see that. Well, won't nobody mm. see me when I'm dying in my sleep by either a shock or in the cold water. Either way, I'm gonna be drowning. Yes, I, I feel like you asked that question before because you know exactly what Mm-mm. to say. <laughs> no, <Mm-mm>. but it's <laughs> no. always been my fear when when I always think about my death. That's one of the things that always come to my mind: the Freddy Krueger syndrome. That's my mm-hmm. only biggest Freddy fear. Krueger. I don't, yeah, I don't fear death. I fear how I'm dying. Right. Okay. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Whew. We got we to get off that topic. That's that creepy. You know. You know. <laughs> it don't those. bother me. It bothered the hell out of me. You know them little them little chills come on your goddamn spine. <laughs> I ain't. Thinking about death, no type of way, and I don't even want to. No, I don't even think about that. No, no, not at not at all. Mm-mm. So she never feared death. No, you should never fear the afterlife. That's how I see it. Yes, you shouldn't fear it. You're right, but I mean, I just don't want to think about it. I will. You know, you know how people just people gone so young nowadays. I don't want think. I don't want think about that at all. Not at all. But hey, we we neutral here. You know, we adults. We can talk about it. So it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> My, my little hairs on my neck will go down eventually when we talk about something. So I ain't, I ain't too worried. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to our main topic. I think our main topic today is my topic, right? Did I, did yeah, I, I forgot it? what you yeah. asked. 
So yeah, I, I think I remember. And if you got another topic to add on to it, we can we can add on to it. So we was talking about our last episode. We was talking about uh, I think it was relationships or something like that. So you brought out that freaky shoot and all that all that other stuff. Your kids talking. Oh, I remember what it was. I'm back now. Okay. So we said we said so in in a relationship or something like that, right? When is it appropriate to like sanitize like? sexual content out of your phone from somebody else if y'all not if y'all not rocking no more like is it creepy to keep that in there or is that something like you should have a collection of everybody you've been with or like is that kind of like something that you should sanitize your phone about like what's the level of when you supposed to just cut that shit out like like after like y'all both like just you know like y'all gone y'all on separate paths that's about like relationship wise not no like fling type shit like or like relationship wise you know because people in relationships do you know they're a little a lot more free with each other and stuff like that so like when's the appropriate time is it or is it an expiration date at all what do you think you think it's an expiration date you think fuck it they can keep it in there as long as they want to it's their, it's their material like but like I don't know I think that's like creepy to keep some shit in there for somebody like that long if you ain't ready to rock with them no more you know like I don't know maybe that's Maybe that's something that I'm overthinking. What you think? Um, let me just ask. Do you erase memories, period, in your mind? When you break up with somebody, do you erase all memories in your mind? I try to. Why? Um, It depends on how we fell off, obviously. That depends on how we fell off. So, happy memories, happy memories, period. So, like, you never... I don't think that the memory itself is destroyed, but... Your feelings toward a person can destroy those memories if, if like they, if, if it's a effed up situation, high ends, you don't see that person the same no more. So those memories are tainted at that point to me, like because they're not the person who you thought they were during those moments. So he's like, you was it was somebody else, you know. Anyway, that's just me. So I do try to drop those memories off when I leave somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have no, um, I don't have any. Like animosity or nothing towards them, but like those memories, like I don't know, I'm different. I can cut, I can cut those, I can cut those memories off and keep it moving for real. For real. I know some people hold on to memories a little bit harder than others, but me personally, like if the situation how it ended, we was cool, then that's that's a little bit different. Like yeah, I can I can look at you in 